Welcome to Postscript. My name is Dave Severns. I am the worship pastor here at Compass Point Bible Church, and today we have Paul Eastwood. Hey. How's it going, Paul? It is going good. Excellent. We are two weeks into Advent. Sorry, it took me a little while there. This was our chaos of Christmas weekend, meaning we had lots of people through the doors, some really fun stuff, uh, and I am just in recovery and cleanup mode. Um, But we're, again, two weeks into our Advent conspiracy, and this is a week that we talked about spending less. Yeah. So that that was fun, right? You know, in the time of Christmas and joy and peace and all the normal things, Paul, you got to craft a sermon around money. Yeah. So much fun, right? <laughs> well, do you want to give us a little recap of where we were, where we were at on Sunday? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, one of the things I think, um, you know, when we, when we talk about our... Um, you know, Christmas and, and a lot of times and we always we focus on what we um, what we're leaving out of Christmas as Christians. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we talk about the fact that, oh, you know, we need to remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. And then we go on and do everything else just as usual. Yeah. But one of the things I was kind of challenging us to think about on Sunday was, you know, not just the fact that Jesus is being left out, but what are we replacing it with? Mm. And so we sort of looked a little bit into this 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 culture or this idea of you know giving and and all the gifts and everything that's been going on and and at its core there's something really beautiful. I mean Jesus was a gift to humanity and so the fact that we give gifts to each other is is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got to these sort of like crazy dizzying heights where we just feel so compelled to, you know, I actually said on Sunday that there was a news, a little feed that came across my news feed that said, you know, 28 gifts for people who surprise you with gifts, you know, like, it's like, yeah. you know, the solution to unexpected gifts is more gifts, yeah. you know, when you had the stat, what was it? The average Canadian spends $600. That's right. And not, not the average household, but no. the average person spends $600 on Christmas gifts. Yeah. Which is, and the funny thing is, every lot. year people talk about the fact they want to spend less. Yeah, it's almost like a universally every, every for the past couple of years, there's been this idea um, that we want to spend less, and yet um, people don't. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. You, and so anyway, so we talked about this idea. Yeah. On, yeah. on Sunday, and and really, we just talked about this idea of storing up treasures uh, uh, that last. And so I just kind of walked through the passage from uh, um, Matthew chapter six. And I said a couple of things that we need to spend thoughtfully, think a little bit more um, responsibly about how we spend our money, uh, focus carefully. I use the passage talking about the way our eyes direct our bodies. And so what are we allowing into our our minds and our hearts? And, and so we need to focus carefully. Hmm. And then the last thing I talked about was be celebrating purposefully. And so when we think about the way that we give gifts, um, is it honoring God? And so these are all these little things where all about what can we do to spend a little less uh, on gifts that um, that we feel obligated to give just for whatever reason and begin to shift money in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And and I got to say, I'm just telling you right up, up front, I'm not an expert on this. Um, my wife does most of the Christmas shopping. In fact, does almost all of the Christmas shopping in our okay. family. Yeah. And so, um, uh, the, I, you know, I it's easier for me to have this conversation. And I want to tell you that it's not, it's easy for me to say it, but as, you know, my wife and I have sat down and talked about, well, what does Christmas look different for us this year? How mm-hmm. is it going to look different? It's a challenge. I get that. Oh, yeah. And for some people, you're going to take big giant steps this year. Other people, it may just be a little tiny step. Um, but I've got lots of really good feedback of, after this Sunday mm-hmm. uh, that's really been asking some good questions about, you know, about the way we spend our money because it's so ingrained in everything that we do. It's really hard to break uh, break free of it. Yeah. And I loved, I mean, you quoted um, both James Smith on Sunday during the Advent lighting and then John, Mo- John Mark Comer uh, right. from his book, The Relentless 
elimination of hurry um, about how like shopping and consumerism have become the, the religion of the day. Yes. Um, and, and online shopping and, you know, this thing, it's this habitual thing that we do um, that, it, that is religious. Uh, it and is. I, and I just want to say, if you were here on Sunday and you are wrestling with this message, or if you're listening to this now being like, really, is it really, you know, that's good. Um, don't don't shy away from the fact that this is hard and and ask really good questions and we're gonna try to dive into some today but mm-hmm. again as always if you've got more questions or if you think I don't know if I agree with that come talk to us mm-hmm. send us an email a text a Facebook message whatever we would mm-hmm. love to engage um, so so let me ask uh, you know give sorry spend less where it's spend yeah. less not give more spend less you you touched on the fact that this is intentionally vague right yeah like less than that guy, less yeah. than I did last year, less than my yeah. mom, like what? Yeah, I think in some ways that idea can be, um, I don't wanna say, well, a little misleading in the sense that it's 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 um, it's really about paying attention to how we spend our money because mm. you can spend money in very positive ways um, that you know that are it you know spending is not necessarily a bad thing it's just the question of what do we spend our money on and how valuable is it to us like what are, what are the like how much do those things mean to us that we end up purchasing yeah and it it i mean it seems like a lot of the world we live in pushes this marketing consuming yeah. there's always a message that you will be better you'll feel better about yourself if you only have this if you only get this right um, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, like if, if I kind of go through my own experiences, a lot of people do this thing where they think, yes, this is a great idea. I want to spend less. I love it. But I, I tend to be pretty organized around Christmas gifts, which means I start getting them early when they're on sale and I can find yeah. stuff. And then I get to this season and I'm like, well, I know I've already bought all the Christmas presents, but I see something that I'm like, oh man, that person would love that. And my temptation is just to be like, well, I mean, what's the big I've deal? got the money for it now. Yeah. I might as well just buy it. Right. And and it it can sometimes feel ungenerous to not spend more, right? Like Absolutely. there's we we get this contrast of like we're supposed to be hospitable, we're supposed to be generous people, yeah. And part of that is gifts sometimes, and then yet we're being told right now no more gifts, like back off on the gifts. How do we how do we live in that tension? Yeah, I I think there's two things that we get really stressed out about when it comes to this idea of giving. Uh, some people will say that if I'm not giving a gift, then I am cheap. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that people have to get through and get their minds around because yep. um, because we're not suggesting that you be cheap. In fact, we're actually suggesting that you be generous and even and more and more generous. Um, the other thing I think that some people will say, I talked to a grandmother this this week who um, responding to the message was saying, you know, I, it's hard for me as a grandma because I feel like I need to give gifts to my kids to show that I'm, or to grandkids, so that so I show them that I love them. Mm-hmm. And if I don't give them a whole bunch of gifts, then it, it's an indication of how much they're loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, the two big concerns is one, we feel like we're cheap if we're not giving, and mm-hmm. two, we feel unloving if we're not giving these gifts. And I think those are two hurdles that we need to get by in order for us to start thinking a little bit differently about this whole idea of spending less. Yeah, and it's interesting in both of those things, the hurdle is not the receiver, the hurdle is us, right? Like if we're if we're honest about the purpose of giving gifts, it's True. not about us, it's not about how we feel about ourselves, it's yeah. about blessing others. And that, yeah, when, when we're so focused on the perception of the other, it can be really damaging. And the same thing happens with hospitality, right? We say, let's let's have people into our home. Well, I need to make sure my house is clean so that people don't think that I'm a mm-hmm. blank, right? Mm-hmm. Like pick your poison there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's this 
self-perception that gets in the way of us being truly generous and mm-hmm. and engaging. So, I mean, we we had some tips and, and a list at the end of the service, but but how do we like? How do we still give gifts, and and how do we still engage well while still spending less? What does that What does that look like? Can mm-hmm. we Can we brainstorm some creative ideas here, Paul? Yeah, I mean, one of the things I would suggest, you know, from my perspective, is to think a little just just even if you just pick one gift and think a little bit more thoughtfully about it. So for instance, in my family, we do this draw names thing where, mm-hmm. you know, it's an online tool and everybody has a name and you, you know, you pick from the list. And what I found very interesting about this draw names tool, it's an app, um, is that, you know, I can go on, it says, uh, you haven't made your list yet, you know, make your list, make your list. And mm-hmm. if, you know, for me, I'm the person that's never making a list because I hate doing lists. This is just, <laughs> I just absolutely hate it. And so then the, then the, the app says, hey, can I help you make a list? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And so I just kind of put in my, my age and, you know, like and some different details about myself. And all of a sudden it's making a list of like Christmas gifts that people could buy for me. Mm. And then I look at this list and I say, oh, I guess, yeah, maybe I want that. And then I click on this and now I'm making a list populated with things that I didn't even choose. Yeah, maybe I'd be happier <laughs> if this suggested thing was in my life. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's, it, the madness is, is so interesting to me, mm-hmm. um, in this sense that, that when we, um, yeah. So, and, and so you asked the question, so how do we. Um, how do we do this more thoughtfully? I, I would say one of the first steps is to not not cut back on giving gifts, but to think differently about the gifts that we're giving. Okay. Now, I recognize this again. I'm not the person that does a lot of the shopping. And so I talked to my wife about this in the car the other day, and we were talking about this idea. And she was saying it's hard to be really thoughtful about every single gift that you give For when sure. you have a you know, bunch of different people in your life. So I would just say choose one, you know, hmm. maybe this year it's just about choosing one gift and thinking differently about it, you yeah. know, think about the the purchasing, like, are you, uh, is there an environmental impact or is there a social economic impact in buying yeah. this gift in a particular way? Is there slavery in the supply chain? I mean, you can think about those kinds of things, first of all, yeah. in terms of your responsibility. And then the second thing is, you know, does this person really need it? Hmm. Um, you know, uh, how, you know, how, what would make this more meaningful or how could I, you know, think about my friend and, you know, maybe write a card for them as well along with the gift or something like that you know we're not asking for radical change at this point we're just asking for a stirring and i think what's been happening is that people start asking these questions and that's great it just Mm -hmm. means that we're moving in in the right direction i think yeah no i i think that's what what have you found helpful um so there's a couple things we've been we've been trying to do this for a couple years i actually um the church I worked at in Lethbridge did Advent Conspiracy oh probably seven eight years ago now. So I've we've kind of been as a family trying to practice some of these ideas for a while, and we're by no means experts at it. Um, and I'm, I'll, I'll give you a couple things that I think we're doing better and and are helping us, and a couple things that I still catch myself doing. Uh, one of the things with our family is we do do the, these draw names and lists, mm-hmm. and then we also give a limit mm-hmm. on how much to spend. And we've actually gone down over the years, mm-hmm. which has been really interesting, and, and everyone's quite happy with it. It uh, when you when you give yourself a limit, you kind of force yourself to get a little more creative, and you can't just go and buy like fancy new tech toy. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be a little more meaningful, which is really great. Now, the downside that I've found in myself, uh, especially this year as I go through it, is you know we've got we've got a fifty dollar limit, let's say for one person in the family. Well, what do I want to do? I want to get like maximum bang for my buck. If mm-hmm. I've spent $46, I'm going to find a $4 item, right? Yeah. I'm like, why? Got to round they it out. They <laughs> don't need the $4 item. Like yeah. it's just pointless. Come on. Um, and and it, it again comes to this self-perception of like, I can't be, I can't be cheap. I've got to be yeah. like, 
And not only do I have to give great gifts, I have to like get the most value for the money that I spent, which is, it's funny. It's part of this whole conversation around spending less kind of buys into this idea that money is the ultimate thing. And I Mm -hmm. think if we think about the gifts we've been given over the years um, and expand gifts outside of just stuff, uh, so often it's time, Mm -hmm. right? And if I think of my life, what's more valuable than money in my life? Time, Mm -hmm. probably, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. the time it takes to handwrite a card or Mm -hmm. to like say something actually meaningful. you know, even for, for me, for my, my grandparents, what would I value more than uh, a check or a gift card or even a nice gift? Um, I would value them writing me and telling mm-hmm. me some of the stories in their lives and having a record of that. Because mm-hmm. I know my grandparents won't be around forever. I've mm-hmm. only got two grandparents left. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that that are actually deeply meaningful. Yeah. So the other thing that we, we try to do along that line is we give experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so as much as we can, and this could be tickets to a sporting event. It can be, you know, uh, my sister did this great thing for our kids last year, and we're going to try to do it for the cousins in our family this year, where she gave our kids a donut date. And it was a coupon, a little handmade coupon that said, good for one donut mm-hmm. date at Donut Monster, which is down in Hamilton. Great little yeah. donut shop. And and so she took the kids for a couple hours in the afternoon and, you know, bought them a donut, which is not it's not free, but it's also yeah. not not a huge amount of stuff and gave them an afternoon to hang out with their aunt. Yeah. And they loved it. And I mean, not only was it a great gift for our kids, but it was a great gift for us as parents, right? It was just yeah. this fantastic, um, it's presence. And I get that sometimes, especially with family or close friends, they're not close and we can't have that face-to-face presence. And that yeah. is one of the reasons why we buy gifts is we feel connected to people all over and we want to affirm them. But um, yeah, this idea of giving something experiential. And if you can't give something experiential, what about something consumable? Like mm-hmm. and not, not in a bad, in bad yeah. environmental impact way, but you know, delicious food or a treat or, or something that we all need, like fun socks. We love giving good fun socks. Yeah. Uh, and then the third kind of lens we try to use is, is it ethical? And you mm-hmm. touched on this, right? What, what are the impacts of this? Is it, are the people who are um, in the business of this doing a good job and stewarding well um, yeah. the environment and their workers and all that. And we've found, uh, like I know in, in my life, I would rather get one good well-made shirt for Christmas than mm-hmm. five poorly made ones. Yeah, um, It'll last longer and I feel better about the impact. And frankly, I don't need five shirts. Yeah, It's a wonderful way to give. So yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the things. So someone texted me this week and um, had some questions about what we were talking about. And one of the things that um, she mentioned that I just want to share, I think, is really helpful too. Is that is that you know one of the a really practical thing that we can do is start thinking about changing our wish lists rather mm-hmm. than our shopping lists. Yeah, and I think that's a really. I mean, it's a great way of saying it too. But I think for us, you know, one of the first steps can be the way that we think about the gifts that are being given to us, and we can ask for different things. Mm-hmm. So when someone says. You know, like I've, you know, I, I, you know, give me your list. You can say, okay, you know, here's what I've been thinking this year that I don't really um, want to make a list in the same way. And I'm wondering about something like this, like a donation or, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, an experience or something like that. So we can, I think an easier way is that we can make our wish list instead of making our, our shopping list change, mm-hmm. at, at least to start with. Um, the other thing I would say too is, you know, I think, I think that we have this idea that, um, as I said, there's a, there's a certain amount of love uh, that's kind of connected to 
gifts. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have this sort of this anxiety over cheapness, like I've mentioned already. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and, you know, maybe I'm out to lunch here, but I just want to point out that I think that is something that's really been ingrained in us through advertising yeah. and through the, 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 uh, you know, the corporations that are trying to sell us things. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this idea of Black Friday is actually fairly recent. I mean, Black Friday, you know, came around, um, you know, after the turn of the century. I mean, this is in the in the 2000s where it actually started. And it was all about the, t- the day when, um, you know, businesses were going into the black. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was it was sort of a day to celebrate. Hey, you know, we've we've kind of made it through and, you know, we're going to make some money this year. And so we'll give some sales or whatever at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, Black Friday has become such an inc- like a, and it just a, a crazy time of year where everybody is expected to go out and buy something. It's almost like, okay, what are you buying for Black Friday this year? And and I think sometimes we need to take a step back and realize how much our culture is influencing us, mm-hmm. and not just our culture, but also the people who are making money. Oh man, and you know, I, I so part of my whole master's thing was around the church calendar, and I've been kind of haunted by this question. As a follower of Christ, what's more meaningful in my life, Black Friday or Good Friday? Right? <laughs> right. Like, and, and Black Friday is, ironically, this, this day that we view as so good because we can get all these great deals, and Good Friday is, ironically, this day where we talk about our Savior dying Yeah, because we know the end of the story, right? Like, there's right. just such this visceral contrast for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, you, you raise a great point. I, I even think my wife and I have talked about um, love languages, right? And we, we have different love languages. Some people, it's words of affirmation or quality time. Yeah. And for some of us, and I think I probably fall into this category, it's gifts. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's part of me, there's a voice in the back of my head that says, no, I want you to buy like stuff for me. Yeah. But I, I, even then, I still look back and I think about the gifts I've been given and the most meaningful, the most impactful aren't the most expensive. They're not the most you know, elaborate, they're, they're often really thoughtful. Yeah. Um, they're often small. Yeah. They often involve some kind of presence or experience that we yep. share. Um, the, you know, any of those things can be so, so meaningful, even for the people who love gifts. And, and that's great. We're, you know, some of us are, that's, that's the way we're wired, yep. but it doesn't mean we need to spend more. No, um, no. I, and I agree. And you know, in the, in the passage that we looked at from Matthew, it talks about not storing up for yourselves treasures on earth, but instead storing up treasures in heaven. And mm-hmm. oftentimes when we look at this passage, we say, oh, that means that, you know, this means that, you know, storing up treasures in heaven is all about the sort of the things that we can't see. It's the spiritual, it's the, you know, relational, it's all these kinds of things. And I'm not sure it's just reduced to only that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that we can still purchase things that are storing up for ourselves riches in heaven. Sure. And I have to be careful about the way I say that, but I think it's, it's, it is around what you've just described. It's the thought that's involved. It's the, it's the, the, the demonstration of love that is, is shown. Um, you know, love is not shown in a quantity of gifts. Love is shown in, you know, in, in thinking about somebody and recognizing just the, the thing that, you know, is, is important to them or something that would really, you know, fill their cup. Yeah. And we can probably all think back to Christmases and gifts we've gotten from friends or family members that we think, oh, you don't really know me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can mm-hmm. you think of those random gifts, those, mm-hmm. those things that you're like, thanks for this, you know, thing mm-hmm. in this style that clearly isn't me or like this, mm-hmm. this book that I'll never read, right? Mm-hmm. And then we can also think of the people who have given us the gifts that hit us right where we're at that mm-hmm. say, I know you and I love you and I value you. And that's, yep. that's the way we should be giving gifts. 
Yeah, and that is hard. It I'm not is. gonna. I'm not it gonna say work. that. It, yeah, and often it takes time, right? This <laughs> yeah. thing that's more valuable than money is time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and you know, not to make things more complicated during this time of year, and certainly this year may not be the year for you to make this step. But um, I mean, you know, you generally speaking, I think that you know. Uh, choosing to give less gifts will give you the chance to be a little more thoughtful about the ones you do give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and as you were saying, you know, if this is this is hard, this is new. Um, start with one or two people in your life and try it. And if you're scared of it going wrong, try it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right? It, put put the time in and see how they respond. And I mean, there might be people in your life who really just want the new PlayStation game. Sure, but. Is that helping us grow in relationship with them, right? Yeah. And and let's let's experiment with this. I think this is what Jesus is calling us into. And again, this idea of a conspiracy, um, it, it's it's shaking shaking the chains of this like way of doing things and this mm-hmm. ingrained cultural marketing we're, that we're so seeped in as as Westerners who are connected. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard advertising sometime today, um, and and we believe this is what Jesus is calling us to in, in a broad sense. I mean, we, we also, this Sunday, we also gave out that list um, with yeah. with all kinds of different ideas. Um, and I, I got to work on that list a bit with Brad and some of the other staff. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some things on that list that are pretty straightforward, and there are some things that are really difficult. One of the ones that I wrote down that I kind of, I, I almost deleted after I wrote it, if I'm honest, because it's so hard. As I said, think about someone in your life who's difficult to spend time with and awkward, and intentionally make time to hear their story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh man, that's like, that's not a gift I want to give. <laughs> that, like that sounds terrible in a way, right? But, yeah. but actually, no, it sounds wonderful. Because I also think of the people in my life who I know who, who are awkward and other people say they're awkward. And I'm often the one telling other people, well, you know, you just don't know enough about them yet. You don't, you don't know the background. There's actually a reason they act this way and there's a story behind it. Um, again, part of the gift we can give is just listening. Yeah. Um, and being present. So, yeah, yep. really encourage you in that. Yeah. Well, next week is give more. So yep. you thought spend less was hard. We're, and we're, we're kind of mashing these together a bit, but we've, we've got give more. Do you have any closing thoughts for us before we get there? Well, I, I would just say, yeah. I mean, I would just say that, um, I, you know, Jesus doesn't want to be crowded out at this time of year. Um, as you know, we've talked about this over the last couple of, of, of weeks, but there is a lot of noise, a lot of static around Christmas uh, that kind of keeps us from seeing a clear picture of Jesus. And our spending habits and this relentless pursuit of that next thing on the list, mm. uh, if we let it, will crowd out our picture of Jesus at this time of year. And you know, in the Bible, when Jesus talked about money, he often had some pretty hard things to say. Yeah. And the reason he did is because he recognized that our hearts are so tied up with the things that we put our money towards. Mm-hmm. And so what I would suggest is that even if you don't make any changes this year when it comes to your spending habits, would you just pay attention to it? Just uh, think about it and think about what it says about your heart. Allow it to be a bit of a... Um, a signal for what's going on inside your heart and then um, spend some time to turn the dials that you need to in order to make Jesus a little more clear this Christmas season. That's so good. I'm just going to give us a couple little wrap up um, recaps because I think there's so many good nuggets in here. We, we You talked on Sunday, celebrate purposefully, right? Yeah. This takes purpose. It takes yep. intention. Um, 
you had this great takeaway from the text message you got, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's not this year changing what you give, but actually changing what you ask, ask for. for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said on Sunday, this is more than an invitation just to say no to something. Yeah. It's actually an invitation to say yes to something. And we're going to hear more about that next week. So we'll talk to you then.